There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In here, Tony, and we are live. Um, some technical issues. Thanks for bearing with us, but we are here now and we are ready to get this conversation started. So, Anna, it's week five. I, sometimes I have to be like, is it really week five? It's like week five. I can't believe it's week five. Let's get right into it. We're going to be joined by our new group manager, Kim. Uh, we were going to have us jo- her join us from the get, but she's got some things she's got to do as a group manager, <laughs> like post this <laughs> to the app, make sure people can find it. So she's going to join us in about 20. Uh, but off the top, first of all, um, really resonating conversation last last week. I think a lot of people really benefited from all, I mean, obviously the personal shares and everything you've talked about with the feels. And that's how we do here on Spill the Tea. That's what it's all about. It can't just be me all the time. Do you know, you have to be able to hear from other people and other people's experiences. This is why not only are we going to highlighting people on our team, um, but we're also going to be bringing on members and having real conversations about this. So welcome again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Can you believe that it's week five? And honestly... This is where I want to tell members, you know, who are here on week five, really technically the sixth week of the program, because we had prep week. Okay. We've gone through six weeks. Okay. Look where you're at. How fast is the next six weeks going to fly by? And that's how it is. Right. So let's just keep that in mind. It's flying by for us for sure behind the scenes, but I know because I did this program and I know that it flies by, you know, as a member as well. So yeah. let's just kind of keep that in, in the forefront of our mind, this feeling of, I can't believe it's week five. I want to keep that bottle it and keep it going to keep motivating you that time flies, time flies and you can reach your goal faster than you know it. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. Cause you know, there are people listening right now and the scale's not moving for them, or it's just like slowly ticking away. And they're like, Oh my goodness, this first six weeks went by so fast. It's going to go by so fast. I'm not going to be able to do what I need to do. I'm not going to accomplish the things I need to accomplish. What's the point? Blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, I mean, not to harp on it, but you didn't lose well into week seven of your first program. Um, let's talk about that because I think no matter how many times I tell them the process gets easier, they just remember the fight, right? They lost it quick in the beginning of that, you know, deprivation diet, and then they got stuck and then they had a hard time. It was like a fight moving forward. So they think, holy smokes, if I have a loss now and it's going to get harder when in reality, it's going to get easier. So can you maybe just touch on that a little bit for people? Cause I know there's people feeling that right now and they're like, like, yeah, yeah, weeks has gone by. Thank you. And I have not lost any weight yet. Yeah. No. And I felt the same way. And remember, I don't know, you guys can check out my bio. You know, I lost close to 50 pounds as a woman, you know, as a female, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah. It's big, right? Big. Uh, 50 pounds. And I didn't lose until week seven. So imagine that, right? Like how that all happened in the back end. And, and truly, I didn't even physically, I didn't change too much until later on, but I think the whole point is, is that you need to have trust in your body. You need to have trust in the fact that you're building this foundation and, and know that like this works. We know that it works now just stick to it. Keep going. Your body has other, you know, plans, other things that they're working, that it's working on and, and be comfortable with that. 
it works even past week seven. And I know that that's something that really resonated last week. And I can understand the struggle. And like I said last week, you know, watching David losing weight, my husband <laughs> losing weight so easily, letting it like just drop off him. It added an even more struggling layer. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't easy. So I can totally relate, but that doesn't mean you get to give up. Like don't give up on yourself. Keep your focus on your end goal. Keep your focus on what you're doing this for. And you're going to be so surprised if you put that trust in your body, how that body's going to respond for you. Yeah, I just did an Instagram little reel thing that they do now on Instagram. And it was talking about the hardest thing about weight loss. And it's not the food and it's not the the, the cravings and it's not the nighttime snacking. It's not the restaurants, it's none of that. It, to me, the hardest thing is showing up long enough to actually reach the goal, showing up long enough in order to actually make real change. And a lot of people want to see life-changing change. They want to do this thing that they have been working on for so long. And to me, that's the hardest part. Um, and this is why I can totally empathize and sympathize, you know, week, week, week five, which means six weeks on the program. If the scale isn't moving for you, I'm sure you're starting to doubt every day you want to hold out hope you're getting on that scale. And then you're just like, oh, it's not moving. And time is ticking and things are going by fast. And the, did you, did you do the calendar? Did you ever do the calendar thing where you got the calendar and then you marked off, this is how much I want to weigh. And every day that you didn't get that, you just had to move it. And then you had 4 million pounds to lose in last week. <laughs> oh, I did that. I did that actually. And that's where I was at week seven before I lost. And I was like, is this ever going to work for me? Is this ever going to work? And you know, what actually helped me a lot is reaching out. I actually reached out back then. You had a, a team. Terry Ann was part of that team. It was you a lot who was answering questions as well. And, and I just reached out. I was like, what is happening? What am I doing wrong? What's going on? And just hearing that, even though I knew that there wasn't anything that was going on or that yeah. I wasn't doing anything wrong, you know what yeah. I mean? In the program, I think that just hearing a voice telling me that it was going to be okay keep going. We're here for you. I think that that made a huge difference in my own journey. So I would just, I would let people know that, you know, reaching out means a lot. I just, I really want to say something really quickly. Yeah. Go you know, it. weight loss is not easy. Weight loss is not easy. It takes commitment. It takes, you know, drive a little bit. Like it takes, you know, focusing on your end goal. It takes making choices to fall in line with your goals. Just yeah. like you said. Yeah. But you can't have, I believe, you can't have sustainable, finally forever weight loss without dealing with all the struggles, yeah. without dealing with all the challenges. And struggles are okay. And we need to normalize those struggles in yeah. weight loss, I think, you know, yes. because it's not so easy. It's not so one, two, three, four, we're good to go. You know, like there is going to be struggles. I'm still having my own struggles. But I think that one thing that we can do is really find out, like really try to, you know, dig deep look inside, figure out why you're struggling and use that as a learning opportunity. Why mm -hmm. am I making the choices I'm making? You know, I got a lot of uh, messages and I've read a couple of, uh, of members sharing with me. And, and a lot of it is like, you know, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of movement on the scale. And, and like, I recognize I'm not doing all the things, but like, why am I not, why am I not seeing any, any changes, you know? And to that, I, I'm like, so you just told me why you're not doing, seeing the changes. You're not doing all the things. Maybe you are indulging, you know, on the weekends consistently or, you know, blah, 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 all the, all the things that, you know, you could be doing to getting in your way. And that's where I, I, 
you're not going to, you're not going to find that answer by asking me or asking the team where you need to look is inside of you and be like, why am I struggling? Why am I not making these choices? Mm -hmm. What do I need to focus on? And I think knowledge is power, right? Knowledge is power. And the more that you take those, those struggles as an opportunity and a learning, uh, a learning experience. Yeah. I think the more successful you're going to be and even faster, you're going to end up getting to your goals. I want to talk about maximizing because to, is it tomorrow? Is it Wednesday already? So Wednesday, I'm going to take people through the troubleshooting. Tr- so I it's know. one of my favorite things to do um, is yeah. to take people through the troubleshooting, the 20 questions, and just kind of go through it and teach our members how I use it or used to use it with my personal clients. Yeah. And these that's how the, this list came about, is that I would have a list of things that just through conversation, I'd go through and talk to with my clients, just get a, get a sense of you know where they're coming from what they've been through, what they're doing now, what they could still do. You know, even when they said they're doing all the things, they're never doing all the things. Like I always use stress as a perfect example. Like how many people listening or watching right now took a few minutes out of their day to just do some deep breathing exercises. And I know you've, you've heard me say this so many times, like literally look at me. I'm like talking to Malamina. I've been in meeting after meeting, after meeting, after meeting. I've gone, my God, I got to relax and I got to watch my stress. And I'm going to go to see the chiropractor tomorrow. And I got this thing and get on my bike. But one of the simplest things you can do to help relieve stress is just to take a few minutes to work on some deep breathing exercises, just like Like that, I can feel my whole body calm down. And so when people say I'm doing all of the things, have you done that? It's such a simple thing that can make all the difference. It can be done anywhere at any time, just to give you an example. And I think maximizing is so exciting because there's so many fucking things you can do besides the food, the water and the supplements, excuse my F-bomb, but that, that deserves it. So many things you can do to be proactive with this process. So I'm going to go through it tomorrow. Did you ever go through that session with me? Did you do a troubleshooting session with me? Did you, what was your thought process on it? Do you think it's a value to think it's, you know, people can obviously do it on their own, but honestly, what's your thoughts on that? One of my favorite I'm going to be honest. The first time, I mean, I really wanted to do it. So I wanted to do all the things. So when I saw that post, I was like, Oh, there's more I can do. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's go. I started Epsom salt baths. I started, you know, getting, I got uh, blue light glasses. I'm telling you every little thing I can do. Um, I did, you know, because I really, really wanted it done. I had such a focus on my end goal. And that's why I keep saying that as a, as a, as a, a piece of advice to keep you motivated. That's a lot of, a lot of the time. That's where I get that question. What keeps you motivated? What keeps me motivated is seeing myself here. Like mm. that's what kept me motivated back there, you know, seeing myself here. Now I have another motivation and another end goal to go through, you know? Yeah. I think, I think that with the 20 questions, there's a couple of things. One thing is, is that I think, I feel that there are members out there that have limitations. Let's say you're a nursing mom or let, and, and you can't get the sleep that you, you know, because it's just impossible. Like, it's not, there's nothing you can do about it. Or for example, with the water, let's say you have uh, congestive heart failure or something, something to do where you have to limit your water. You know, I think that people take those things and they use them as roadblocks. They're like, no, listen, I'm a nursing mom. I'm not going to get sleep. You can't, you can't convince me. I'm not going to get sleep, you know, whereas Mm -hmm. there's so many other things, you know, there's so many other things that are going to 
that are going to impact your journey. So sure, you have a bit of a roadblock. Sure, you have a little bit of a, a something to deal with or something that, you know, you won't be able to 100% maximize. But that doesn't mean that you can't go outside and maximize your moving your body or you can't, you know, talk to your doctor and talk about your, your personal health issues or even your own personal health issues like congestive heart failure, for example, you know, have that conversation with your doctor and be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing this program. This is exactly what it is. ABC. Here's the book. If that's what you want to help me through this, yeah. you know, and let's walk through this together so that I can maximize my efforts because I don't think there's any doctor in the world who's going to read this. Like even when David was going through his health struggles and we were like, this is what he's eating. This is what he's doing. Everyone's like, okay, you're better than me. Like, I, I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're a, you're a doctor, you understand that this is a really healthy way of doing it. Right. So yeah. why not use that? Why not use that? Like that resource, right? Like do the best you can. So I think that that's one thing, sorry, before you start that, that yeah. road thing. Love and it. then one more thing I have to say is that, you know, this is a tool. So Shalen had a really amazing spill the tea. One of our, um, one of our shift supervisors had uh, an amazing spill the tea once. And she told, she told everybody that she consistently revisits the 20 questions post. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what we need to understand when it comes to week five, maximizing 20 questions, troubleshooting is that it's not just a week five tweak. Yes. Okay. Not just a week five tweak, bring it into week six, bring it into week seven, bring it into every, every time you need to use it weekly, monthly, daily, twice a day. It doesn't matter because I'm going to tell you something. When you start concentrating on a little thing, let's say you're like, okay, I really want to focus on moving my body. Me and Kim were just talking about this. So we'll bring her on and I'm sure she has a little bit even more insight, but let's say, you know, I'm going to work on moving my body. Chances are you might be kind of letting something else fall by the, by the wayside, you know, because you're taking that time or maybe you're focusing on different things. So I think it's always a good idea to go back and see where you can make the little tweaks to make sure that every little thing adds up to make this big impact on your body. Yeah. I mean, I'm a massive fan of all the little things that you can do, like certain things as a one-off, you know, might not have an impact on the other people out there. Like if you just have a friend and you're like, oh, I'm taking vitamin D and omega-3. Well, if your friend's like, well, I'm going to take those two. They're not necessarily going to start losing weight. You know, they, you could start moving your body more and your friend could start moving and going on walks for you. They're not necessarily going to, it's not going to help them lose weight, but everything that you are doing is adding up and together makes a massive difference. And if you just increase or leveled up on the smallest things, it's all going to add up. And that's the thing, like week over week, over week, over week, things add up around here. And this is where you're kind of like, it's like, that's where one week leads into the next leads into the next, or one week builds on the next on the next. It's not just the weeks that are building. We're building on the changes that your body is making. And if you're a new mom and you're, you know, you can't get a great night's sleep, you could get deeper sleep, more REM sleep. You can get a more restful sleep. There's ways that you can manage your stress, you know, that are like, you know, mentally managing your stress, physically managing your stress. Like if you don't have time to have an Epsom salt bath, take time to breathe, to write in a journal, to call a friend with a glass 
of wine, have some laughs with a friend. Like that can be just as therapeutic, you know, laughing on the phone with a friend while you're nursing a baby on your bib. You know what I mean? Like that, that you, know, you do what you can do. And then if you're doing all of the things, and this is the thing that I love. And I think this might come down to psychology of effort. That very first Science Saturday post that we posted, when we want it so bad and we're constantly thinking about it, we think that we're doing the things, but we're not actually doing the things. And to me, the 20 questions is like a checklist. Or I like to say throughout this process, you end up, you, you pick up balls. You're following the food plan, got the balls. You got, you're picking up another ball. Now I'm, now I'm drinking my water. Now you're adding in supplements. Now I'm, you know, trying to move my body. Now I'm focusing on sleep. Now I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to make my foods nutrient rich. Like you're constantly, it's so many fucking balls that you're juggling in the air. It's so easy. Like you said, oh, I'm, I'm moving my body. Balls are dropping. Balls are dropping. Balls are dropping. You know, um, you want to add an exercise. The only time you have to do it is early in the morning. So then you're losing out sleep. You got to rejig your sleep. Then you got to get to bed early. Like, so there's so many balls that you're constantly juggling. The maximizing post is just like, it's a massive version of setting your intentions each day. It's like bringing it all to the forefront of your mind and reminding yourself, these are the things I can work on. I don't know how many people I've worked in the past who, you know, we're going to talk about inflammation with Dr. Paul, but, you know, inflammation and, you know, I'd work with someone and like the things that they're doing, you just don't seem to be making a dent. And how are you feeling? Oh, I'm sore. My body's not changing. And this is happening. Well, maybe you might want to go look to, look, you know, go check in with your doctor. No, I know I'm fine. I had a physical last year. I'm good. They keep working, working, working. They finally get to their doctor and then they realize they have this issue. Inflammation is, you know, you know, through the roof. They, you know, they're dealing with this. They're dealing with that, you know, like this is why it's like, it's not that you want to go blame your health issues, but sometimes the smallest little thing, like you could be on thyroid medication and you, the program's working so well for you. And then you get to a point where things are kind of stalled and yeah, okay, maybe it's a plateau, but then you're starting to not feel well. And then you're like, something is off. And this isn't as easy as it used to be, but you're thinking, oh, well, this is where it gets hard. When in reality, you've got to head to your doctor and get those, you know, your, your thyroid medication lowered because the dose that you were taking before before made sense before, but now that your body's made change, you need to readjust your dose, right? Like, so you, you had this situation where David, and we, we definitely have to talk another time because I know we got to bring Kim in, but you know, um, Anna's husband, well, after losing a lot of weight, started having health issues and health issues run in his family. And this was a massive concern. And in the end, it ended up being that he lost so much weight in a healthy way that he no longer needed blood pressure medication. And his heart had grown so large to sustain his larger size body. His heart just needed time to adjust to its weight loss. And that's that, you know, your body just needs time to adjust. I, we, we definitely have to have, we got to have David on. We have to, we have to revisit this conversation because it, it's such a big one. I, I, the point is that if you're maximizing and staying on top of all these things, including your visits with your doctor, it's, you know, there's a lot that you can do. And then this is my whole point. You know, you're doing all the things you actually yes. know that you're doing all the things. I know I went on a bit of a tangent there. No, but. that's good. I love it. I love all the things I had to write stuff down to like address it. Cause I was just too excited about it. So just to let everyone know, I do, I do go briefly through David's uh, health struggles in my bio. So you're okay. welcome to read that there. So then that way I, I put it in there because I know you, you refer to it a lot. So I just want to make yeah. sure that we have it there. Um, so that, because it was, it was, a, it was a crazy time. I could tell you another time. I, I want to say about 20 questions um, going back, back before all that, um, you know, it, it's really important to be honest with yourself when it comes yes. to self-reflection. Yes. Um, you know, you're not lying to anybody, but yourself, if you're not being honest with yourself. And, and, you know, when you were talking about how, 
you know, you go to the, you went to the doctor last month. So of course there's no inflammation. It's totally fine. And now you're dealing with struggles and then you, you know, you're like, no, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the doctor. I don't need to go to the doctor. And then you go to the doctor, you find out that you're, you know, something's going on or whatever. Isn't that the truth with everything, right? We all think that we know exactly what's going on, but we're all here because we don't know what's going on with our own yeah. bodies, right? Yeah. Like we're really trying to learn, relearn our bodies and really try to get in tune with that. And so I think that that it all stems back down to like, whatever you think, you know, you don't know. And like, you've just got to try to keep learning and keep rolling with the punches and understanding that there's changes that are being made and those changes, you know, equal adjustments when it comes to your body and your body might be looking for a different thing. So something that might work for you, for example, in round one, I found this a lot, something that it was like, in round one, I was like, oh yeah, this was awesome. This was awesome. And then round two, I'm doing the exact same thing. And I'm like, huh, the results aren't there. You know, round three again, no, this is weird. But what I realized is that I needed to go through that. That's when I saw Shalane's tea time. And that's when I was like, oh my goodness, why am I going on a 20 questions that I did two groups ago? Let's do this again. Let's revisit this. And let's realize that I'm coming in here with a totally different body that's that's in a different adjustment period, right? Yes. Relevant to where you're at now. Ooh, that was a good tip. You just threw that in there in the last second. That's a big Listen, I wrote it down while you were talking. I just, I had to, (laughs) because it was just, it was, because this is reflective of me. The reason why I'm so honest in my journey is because I was there. I understand those challenges. I understand. I was like, And this is why I'm so passionate about this program is because it's really like, I was the epitome of like average Joe, you know, you know, eating crap and like, you know, doing nothing and like not eating vegetables and all that stuff. And like where I'm at now with my body and how in tune I am and, and, and in my health history and how I'm doing and my husband too, it's just, it blows my mind. So I, I never, I, I never want somebody to discount that because they're getting in their own way. And this is like self-sabotage post, right? Came out today. Yeah. Read that, read that, figure it out. Knowledge is power. Use that as a learning, learning opportunity and, and keep going forward. Keep going forward. Cause it's going to come. Even if it's not today, even if it's not two weeks from now, even if it's not until the end of this program, maybe for the third round in at the end, your body is making change. It is there for you. Keep going, keep showing up because you'll get there. Okay, I do want to talk about week five, but let's bring uh, let's bring Kim in on week five as well and have this conversation. And on the back end, we can get to, to know her a little bit because I just want to bring her on because week five is such a weird, let me bring her on here. Uh, yeah. Week five is such a weird week because we're coming off a downsizing where people are hesitant to do it. And then they after they made it through it, they want to go back and redo it. And then there's like, well, the scale is moving for me. And now if I go back to satisfaction, you know, it's going to stop the process. And how the hell am I supposed to lose weight if I'm not eating less? Right. So hi, Kim. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you were listening. I was totally. I just thought we'd bring you in. Normally, this is where we talk about week five, but I, you know, obviously, you have your pulse on the group day to day. Um, Kim is now the new manager of the group. So, um, first of all, congratulations on that. You've been with us for a while, uh, program specialist, assistant manager, all of those things. Uh, And now you are the new manager of the group. So, hello and welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super happy to be here and so happy to be um, to be the group manager. It really I think I've, you know, I've, I've been doing all the things and I've been in there, but you don't really feel it until, you know, as soon as I started in this role, I was like, 
I really thought of it as there's 25,000 people yeah. in this group. And my job is to have all 25,000 here on December the 12th <laughs> and still following along. And that's no really pressure. like, talk about, no, no pressure, <laughs> but you talk about it all the time and about yeah. how we really like the whole team really does care. And, um, it's true. That is our goal. So I think this week, week five is just such a good week to talk about how we can have everybody in here at the end. Yeah. And that, that is truly the goal. It's a lot of pressure, right? It's, it's like, it, honestly, if you really think about that and, and not only just the pressure of that, but you've been here and you know, and I hate to use the word desperate because I hate that word desperate. People are desperate to lose weight, but people have really done all the things. They put the time, the energy and the money, even the whole diet industry is telling you diets don't work. So then what? This is a really like Hail Mary for a lot of people. They, they really want this to work so bad. And, and talk about sabotage today because it's very timely because, you know, people do, we can, you can see, you can see them struggling, right? Right? Like in the beginning, you can see the people planting the seeds that doubt people saying, well, this is hard and I can't watch the lives and I can't. And, you know, we're watching you plant seeds of doubt. And what I mean by that is we're watching people make excuses. So there's a trail of them. So when they quit, they can look back and be like, oh, these are all my reasons. But what they don't know that we know is that the time is going to go by so fast. They're going to see all these people accomplishing amazing things. And then they're going to come back in the end and be like, how they do that? Like, I want that. And then they want back in and they're like, how do I do that? Where do I do? Do I come? Do I just follow now? And you're like, no, you got to go back and you got to do the work that, you know what I mean? Um, so you can see people getting frustrated, right? You can see them yeah. festering in their funk. You can see them, you know, letting their feels get in their way. You can feel them getting on that. Like, like this last week was so tough after Thanksgiving, like so many people down on themselves. You could tell they're just, they holding on by the skin of their teeth. Right. <laughs> And it's like, how do you keep them here? I mean, this is a big part of even on the spill the team. What do we talk about? What are the things we need to remember to say to, you know, we know those aha moments that people can have. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing to those people that might be having that self-doubt and putting in those seeds of doubt. Now, if you show up on week 11, we're still going to be here. We're going to yeah. be here and we're going to get you set up to do that. So, I yeah. mean, as much as we would love you to jump in now, because then you have more time, don't, don't ever hesitate to just get started. It's that. never too late, no matter where you are. Um, it is an interesting time in the group right now, because you have those people that started so strong and we're losing right at the beginning and some of them are starting to slow down right now yeah. and come back with oh well I lost a lot week one and week two and now my scales what's not happening moving. what am I doing what's happening wrong? you have those people that are getting you know I haven't lost anything yet is that wrong is that bad whatever expecting it and you have the people that are doing amazing so people are still all over the place but we we need to realize that it's always going to be the case. Everybody's doing this on their own timeline and not really their own timeline, but their body's timeline. Yes. And as much as we want to control that, none of us have any control over that. And I think that's one place where the 20 questions comes in. That 20 questions is not, it's not a magic switch. When you answer them like, oh, I answered my 20 questions. Why is it my scale moving? You know, there's so much more to it than that. It's um, mm. where, where are your where are you not getting 10 out of 10? What are the areas you can aim for 10 out of 10? And if you are getting 10 out of 10, why are you struggling? Why is your scale not moving? What else? You know, there's all those things to take into consideration. And sometimes it's just time. 
Some people yeah. really just need time. Yeah. So but yes, time to adjust that, that those, those plateaus that if you are doing all the things, it's usually time that your body needs time to adjust to the way that you've lost time to make those change. And sometimes if you can't give yourself a 10, then you just have to understand you can't give a 10. And therefore it it might take you a little longer. You might have to offset that. Like Anna said, in different ways, like that might be your reality. And does that suck? Absolutely. Does it mean that someone else may be able to get there faster because they don't deal the same with issues as you are probably, but at the same time is there is no reason while every single person in this group can't reach their goals. Like there's just, again, there's no science that says it's impossible for anyone to lose weight. It's just a matter of what that journey is going to look like, what's going to feel like and how freaking long it's going to take, you know? Um, So there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. So week five. So where were you at? Um, let's talk about your journey. How much have you lost? Like when did your journey start? Like. Well, my, my journey officially started, I mean, sort of officially started in the fall of 2019. I think that was the, that was the very first group that I joined. Um, this was around the week where I decided I, I couldn't do it. And I kind of bailed on myself at that point. Ah, week five. Yes. Yeah. Week five, week six. It was, you know, just, I think it was, um, it was too many things. And at the time it was when Facebook didn't have guides and you fall behind because you're away or something. And it it was really like, it was a challenge to try to get back on it. But that being said, that's a great excuse. And that was the one that I told myself of why I couldn't do it. Meanwhile, there was hundreds of people that were doing it. So, um, you know, I, looking back, if it was, it was me, it was, that was my, that was my out it was too hard. Um, were you seeing results or, or were you, were you like hopeful or you were just frustrated? Like, where was your mindset when you were like, just done? I had, I had seen some results at the beginning. I did see, like, I think I lost nine pounds in the first couple of weeks, which was wow. amazing. So yes. you would think I would be like, Hey, let's do this. But I did slow down. Um, it was though, I'm very much, um, I'm a busy person. I always have lots going on and I really use that busyness as an excuse Mm. to not do things, to not do things for myself and not put myself forward. And, um, I think there's a little bit of fear of failure. Like you do, you know, I lost that nine pounds in the first couple of weeks, which was amazing. But then when my scale stopped moving, I, um, okay, here we go again. I'm not going to lose weight. I'm going to start gaining again. And so that dialogue in my head was really what stopped me from moving forward. You know, fast forward to the first group that I did do really well. And you just, I look back and I think, 
where would I have been if I had just stuck with it and worked past that week at that point? But don't you think that the stuff, so, so you went, you, you did one group and then you bailed at week five and that was it. And then you what repeated another group. Oh, I did. Well, I did the winter. So that was the fall, the winter group I joined, I made it in a couple of weeks and then I bailed and COVID hit. And I'm trying to remember, I may or may not have signed up for the spring summer group of 2020 in the middle of COVID. I think I signed up for it and I don't even think I logged in or showed up. I just was, no, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. There's too much going on. I am like, I had so many false starts and I find it's, I, I love to go back to that now to people when they're really struggling with their false starts, because guess what? I kept coming back and that third false start of not even logging in, you know, could have been the end. And I'm glad that it wasn't because I mean, obviously my whole entire life has changed because of this program. So. So, okay. I want, I, I can't wait to get into your story, but, but okay. In hindsight now, do you realize that the things that caused you to stop following, to be frustrated, the stuff that you had to deal with all factored into the journey in the sense that those were things that you needed to overcome in order to really achieve the end result. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, it's part, yeah, and they, it's part they, of the journey. It's part it of the is. process and you didn't yeah. give up. Although, yeah. you know what I mean? Like not to say you wasted your money because you know, you didn't follow through on those programs, but at the same time, that's some big shit that you were dealing with and working through, obviously, because you continue to show up and you followed through. Yeah. And I, I, I think, I mean, at the time the program was $60 and I even not logging into that one group, what I learned about myself through that was worth the $60. Wow. Not even showing up for one post in the group, just, um, and it's a lot of it is hindsight when I finally, um, 2020 fall, 2020 was my first program that I finished and the feeling of accomplishment I got when I passed week six was like, I was in tears. I was just like, I did it. This was my roadblock and I've made it past it, but I did think back of all the things that I did differently. And I think the big one was I was open-minded. I was, mm -hmm. I actually gave the program a chance. And I think prior to that, it was me going through the motions, but with this mindset that I had from other diets and other things I had gone and actually opening my mind and listening to you and sort of trusting, trusting the process. And that's where trusting the process when that first group that I finished at week six, I hadn't lost a pound at week six. And I was so proud of myself for making it to week six. And I hadn't lost a pound. What? That was my, my most successful program was me without my scale moving at all. So it was, it's just all, it's all in the mindset. You've blown her away, Kim. You've blown her away. I just have so much. I mean, you know, I have mad respect for people who keep showing up when that scale isn't moving. Like, so I don't even know how to bottle up that respect for people. I just, I know what's going to happen if they just keep working, but I also get how freaking hard it would be to keep showing up. So my mind is like, I'm sure I must have heard this story or read it before, but it's really just resonating now, like to do a group and to not, not follow through and then to do another one, not fill through and another one, not even show up and then come back and to make it to week six and not have lost a pound. Dude, I would have given up. I would have, <laughs> I would have been like, fuck this shit. There's no way I'm doing this. So, and obviously you, you don't regret it. 
And yep. nor should anybody. You're never going to regret showing up for yourself. You're never going to regret continuing to work on your goal. And this comes back to, you know, if you perceive that you have failed because you haven't reached your goal in 20 years, you haven't failed, you're persistent AF and you are still showing up for yourself. That's the opposite of failing. You know, that's the opposite of failing. So, so I got so many questions, my goodness. So, so why did you keep showing up? Why? I think I came why? into that. <laughs> I came into that group without a weight loss goal. Actually, oh. I came into that group and I just, you know, um, I have a friend who had been, we had reconnected through the groups that we both kind of bailed on in the past and stuff. My friend, Jenny, and she is the one that she actually reached out to me that summer and said, I'm doing it again. I'm signing up. I'm going to be all in. Let's do this. And, um, we, we both kind of came in with, um, like fresh eyes from the programs that we hadn't finished. I mean, we hadn't completed enough of it to, yeah. to um, really feel like we knew where we had this or had it, but yeah. coming in with fresh eyes and I came in without a goal. I came in knowing that what I was doing wasn't serving me, me giving up on myself, me like, okay, I haven't lost any weight yet. Or that time I did lose weight. And then I stopped, I'll go back to doing those things that I totally failed at before. Like there's no, that doesn't make sense. So coming into it with just, I really, um, inflammation was, I was in pain. Inflammation was not good. I was at the time I owned a small business with a friend of mine. We were, you know, working around the clock, very physical job, mm -hmm. um, lots and lots of stress. And all of that was really what I wanted to focus on was just taking care of myself. And if, if I got nothing outside of this program, just remembering to eat my snacks and meals, just remembering to drink water. Those things were, I knew I was at the point where at the very least, if I did that for myself, it would be better than what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I think going in with that goal of that health goal, rather than that actual weight goal, and it just, it, um, it just opened up the floodgates for, you know, my, for my body to actually say like, thank you for doing this for me. This is what I've been waiting for. So. Wow. Wow. Just like, you know me, I'm hardly ever speechless. So I <laughs> never speechless. Okay. And then like fast forward to where you are now, how did that journey work out? Like, you know, let's tell the rest. Well, yeah, let's, well, I mean, let's be honest. I thought after that it was going to be smooth sailing, but it never is. Right. <laughs> so I, I did that first group. I lost 26 pounds in the last six weeks of the program. So it was like wow. very back end heavy, my weight loss. And, um, it was, I was feeling amazing. I was sleeping well. I was feeling great. Like everything was good. I look at pictures now. I look back on it and there was some changes in my body. I definitely fit into my clothes better. And I hear a lot of people say this in the group, like my scales move, but I don't feel any different in my clothes. That was me. Yeah. I, I hadn't really changed in the 26 pounds, a lot of sizes, but there was definitely a difference in my body and the way because I was you, in non-scale victories too. You lose in layers, right? Yes. And not what you're yes. used to when you've, you've lost weight doing all those other diets where you lose a lot in certain areas and yes. it, you know, it can be noticeable, in spe in spe especially in your face. So yes. when you're losing it in layers like that, it's not as notice noticeable. So I guess okay. well, when I did notice it though, was the winter group rent the next year, winter, 2021, this past winter, I lost like half the weight that I lost in the fall group, but I dropped six sizes. Yeah. And so that's when it caught up. But of course, with that came a very long plateau. Mm. And um, that again, frustration of 
I was, you know, my scales, again, my friend Jenny that I was with, she was just like, how much weight have you lost so far? Don't look at how much you've lost this program. Yes. Think about how far you've come since last September when you committed. Think about your size. Think about like, but take look at the bigger picture. Yeah. And I think that's something that people coming into another group, a second group, they some people can and I did get focused on those little changes in the scale day to day. Like you look at your graph and it's going up and down and you can get frustrated. But if you actually open it up to the whole program and look at from the beginning to the end where you've come. And that was something I didn't sort of, I was so stuck on that daily fluctuation and just wanting to get past that plateau. I didn't really think about it, but my body changed so much. Again, I got so much more out of my scale, not moving. So I feel like I get the most out of this program when my scale's not moving more so than I do when it moves. Cause you know, everybody knows weight loss, you know, you you come to a weight loss program, you're going to celebrate the weight loss, but I losing sight of the other non-scale victories is such there's so much more in them than the actual weight loss, because really that number on the scale, that's for you. Nobody else can see it. Nobody knows how much I weigh. Nobody cares how much I weigh. So if I look like I did in that program, I look like I'm losing weight. How can I be frustrated when the number on the scale is not moving because I'm getting compliments left, right, and center about it. So that was definitely, you know, the messy middle kind of started there. I've, I mean, I'm, I've lost over 60 pounds, which is amazing. I think I'm at 63 right now. My weight is very much going through stabilization periods. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a lot of situational change and a lot of, you know, stress. And I, I'm not the best at getting sleep and things like that. I know that those things really affect me, but I also know that every time this happens, if I wasn't doing this program, yeah. I would be slipping back and my weight would be going back up. And the fact that I'm able to maintain through those stressful times and the times yeah, not something. taking care of myself is pretty huge. Yeah. And it's interesting too, with all of the different programs that I've done now, the areas where I really notice it impacts me. Like for me, sleep is huge. And if I, like sometimes I'm in BC and of course the program runs, we open 7 a.m. Eastern time. So there are some weeks where I'm at work at 4 a.m. And it's, and I'm fine with that. have a horrible boss, my goodness. 4 (laughs) a.m. It's so so funny. Anna was, Anna this week being out here, she was just like, 4 a.m. is really hard. And I said, well, it is for the first few times, but once you get used to it, it's not so bad. Like I don't, I, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have signed up for it if I wasn't okay with it. But my scale, the weeks that I do that can be up, up to 10 pounds. Yeah. I notice that for me the next week, I might be working, you know, a couple of days where I start later, like seven or 8am. My scale is right back down again. So sleep has a huge impact on my scale. Yeah. It just is what it is. So it's not, I, I can try to get more sleep and that definitely will help, but I also have to be gracious with myself and realize I didn't really get very good sleep this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's why my scale is up. Maybe that's why I'm struggling. Like looking at it that way, like you don't, you can't always fix, you can't always get that 10 out of 10 to go back to the troubleshooting 20 questions. You can't always get that 10 out of 10, but realize when you're not getting it, give yourself some grace that maybe your, your scale might be up. And once you can start doing it again, it'll, you know, your body will settle back down. Yeah, because life, like I was just thinking like, you know, the biggest loser or like these, you know, camps that you can go away and, you know, if everyone could just take three months and we're all going, we're all going to Hawaii and we're not going to do anything else other than wake up every day and 
set our intentions and yeah. eat our, you know, high protein breakfast and be mindful and tune and move our bodies and do our things. Like if that's the only thing you had to focus on and you had a team of doctors working hand in hand with you, man, no doubt every single, I mean, we should open a place like that. Wait a minute. Why don't, we have, why don't we have a place like that? Can I manage um, that? <laughs> Because no one can leave their lives long enough to be able yeah. to do that, you know, and I just like, that's the first time I thought about that. But, if you know, I always talk about the start date and the end date and choosing like, you know, these three months of digestible periods of time. But, you know, if you just had people or you, you had the opportunity to just go and focus on nothing else but yourself and you had a whole team of people supporting you and telling you what to do and all of these different things, like it would, everyone would just be like flying through this process and dropping the wave. Then the problem would be, you wouldn't learn anything, yeah. you know, so you'd learn, you'd lose your weight. Yes. Physically in a way, but you wouldn't have worked through old issues and, and habits and because you're not being challenged with life and it's not realistic because your life is your life. Right. And, and this is why, you know, I have people call, I don't care if you call this a diet to me, I have issue when people call it a lifestyle, like what we're doing now eating six times a day, that's not a lifestyle. That's really messed up. That's not normal. The shit we do on here is not normal. We don't weigh, we don't count, we don't measure. We also don't like eat normally either. And that's what I love about getting to that point where you personalize the plan. That's, that's why it's so interesting to me that you kept coming back without knowing. Do you know what I mean? How the program ended and all of the other things like, so, so here we are here and this is where you bailed. What would you say about the rest of the program? Like what, what would you say if someone's like, I'm going to bail now, what, what more can I learn? What more can I do? I get it. I'm eating six times a day. Like, do you know what, I mean? what if you could bottle up that back into the program, what would you say? I feel like it would just like the best is yet to come. Mm. It's um, you know, we go back to that building the foundation you know, your house foundation, and we're building a little something every single week, we're building on those skills, but the magic isn't in the program, the magic isn't in building the skills, the magic is in like, you learning those skills. Yes. And so when you get to the point in the program where it's about you, and not about it's not about Gina. It's not about us. It's not about the group. It's not about like, we have an amazing community. It's an amazing program, but it, it's about you, the members, like, like it's the point where you actually connect and realize that you've done this yourself. This is for you. And this is about you. That's the part when you get to that point, that's when it really starts to fall into place. And I think that's where I, and, you know, other people I've spoken with get become at peace with indulging, become at peace with where they're at on the scale, become at peace with, you know, how their progress is, is when they actually just realize like, this is about me mm-hmm. and, you know, not about comparing yourself to other people, but I think, yeah, in the program, like every week, once we get past this week where you really are handed this tool in order to, to own this and to, you know, basically yeah. be in charge of your own destiny with those 20 questions yeah. and, you know, the, checklist and everything like that's that's the magic tool for you to actually take control of of your your destiny with this program and what you do with what you've learned up until now like those four questions and the mindfulness like how you put that together is what you're going to get out of the program yeah and you you want to be proud of how you are showing up for yourself and you can't beat that feeling no matter what yeah. happens on the scale and i say this all the time if you make it to the end you won't care what happened on the scale you will just yeah. be so happy 
and so proud of yourself. And, yes. you know, sure, you may reach your goal. Some people will exceed their goal and some people have to continue towards their goal. But it's just, it's that really indulging. And I think so many people are in the, the scale, the scale, the scale, their head down and not really seeing all the amazing things that they're accomplishing. And, and, and we know that when you focus on those things and you are proud of yourself and you are celebrating yourself along the way, you're more likely to continue those things as opposed to berating on yourself. The scale's not moving. What am I doing wrong? Like just the whole energy of that really gets you stuck. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to just focus on how amazing you are, that you are still working towards this, you know, that's such a forward moving energy. It's just, oh, I love it so good. And I know you're itching to say something. What is it? I can see. I'm always that. itching to say something. I have post-its everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I try to, I always try to be quiet, you know, when guests are on, because I think that it's so valuable to have other people's opinions, just like you say, Gina, like you talk and you're like some other people, you know, need to start talking. I always feel the same way when it comes to spill the teas, but I, yes, I always itching this for something to say, you know, Kim said that it's for you. It's so important. You talked in your live this morning, about you know people a lot there was a lot of conversation about people other people's opinions mm -hmm. I think that this is something this is exactly where we need to address this you know not only is it you showing up you're doing this for yourself and you need to keep that in the forefront not only will you get in your own way also other people can try to get into your own way and mm -hmm. I think that it's it's really important to really recognize that and understand that it really is for you so in in all aspects absolutely I agree with you and then I just wanted to touch for one really quick point to what you were saying about how you know living life right like if you go to Hawaii and you have your three-month program like everything is great and of course we're all going to lose weight and we're all going to do whatever we need to do but I think that that's what's so special that's what kept probably Kim for from coming or like to you know coming back or whatever as well is because you know, other, other diets, other different, you know, programs that are out there, they don't allow for life. This mm -hmm. one allows for life. We're so forgiving in this way and not us. Like I'm saying the program and your body is so forgiving yeah. for you to, you know, have those four in the mornings because your boss is a hardcore, you know, whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, like this is, it's, you're still going to be successful, even though life happens. Whereas other programs, you know, you eat off plan one day and that's it. That's it. Messed yeah. it up. Turn it around, you know, and that's where that old men diet mentality, you really have to, you really have to break through that, that whole, you know, old mentality on so many different levels is so important to really break through, to really get through to your calm and to your finally and forever. Because if you keep holding on to that and thinking, oh, it's week five, I haven't lost. Oh, that's it. That's it. It's not like anything else. So don't use that as an excuse. Yeah. It's that's not true. That's not valid here. You can have your life, take a pause and come right back. And that's so important to note. I love what you just said about the program is so forgiving, but bigger than that, you need to be forgiving of yourself. That's yeah. the, that's the big one. And, and to me, I think Kim, that's the big hump. Like how do you just keep showing up? Like, how do you just get past the, I quit and then I quit again. And then I didn't even bother to show up. And then I just, you know, now I'm here and then I'm not getting the results that I wanted. And then to come back and to follow through, it's just like, <sighs> amazing. Well, and I think a huge part of that is that's one area where you can definitely, I think I can definitely give this program credit, but not just this program, but the community, mm. because that's something yeah. that, um, you know, you, you see it in the groups. There's people, people that start new in September and they don't, 
you know, the beginning of each group, September, January, April, they don't know anybody. They're coming in. They have no idea what they're getting themselves into. And they see people talking to each other and they might be a little shy to jump in because they're not part of it. But then they yeah. start to realize like, everybody here is part of it. We're, we're all part of it. We're all able to jump in and people are going to chat back with me. And, you know, people might come in with a little bit of a, um, some trepidation about sharing and do the thing, like you said, like I messed up this weekend and to, to have a lot of other programs where you, you know, you come in and you weigh in on Monday and if your weight's up, then you get, you know, basically you feel like a failure because yeah. your weight's up on that Monday. You come in here or to this group on a Monday and you're like, oh man, like Halloween killed me. I ate 96 little mini chocolate bars and everybody's <laughs> like, oh my goodness, me too. Feel like crap. Let's get on that water in those leafy greens. And we just yeah. keep moving forward. Like there's yeah. no, you can't, you won't be shamed. You can't, you won't get shamed for anything. Like you can literally say anything in the group and you have 25,000 cheerleaders like yeah. like our our team is one thing our team is amazing and they really do want the best for everybody and they want everybody to feel as much part of it as we all feel yeah. but the in addition to that the community like yeah. we have so many members that um you know you can see I see them when the little comments were coming in at the beginning of the tea time saying hi to each other and starting to get a lot of these people didn't know each other before they started these aren't yeah. people that have been friends for years these are people yeah. that only know each other through the group. So I think that's one area. And that's what kept me coming back was the fact that I knew I could come back and nobody was going to judge me for fail for failing. Nobody was going to judge me for quitting. And that's why I say to those people, come back in week 11, if you haven't yeah. done it, like yeah. nobody is going to judge you. Nobody's going to be like, why are you only on week three? It's like, yeah. great welcome yeah. what can we do to get you up to speed Have it's um, that and I'm I'm that is what kept me coming back I mean there was a certain amount of just really knowing that you know I'm 48 years old I've done everything else I've been trying to lose weight since I was six it's yeah. you know it's I've done everything nothing else has worked I not only have I seen the results in other people through this program but I've seen the changes in myself and I can't ignore those. Again, I'm not at my goal. I'm going to, you know, it's probably going to take me a couple more groups to get there. Yeah. And just the fact, even, I mean, I'm the group manager, I'm still struggling, yeah. but I don't feel like I can't share that. Yeah. Right. Like I do, I know the program, I know what I'm doing, but my body's taking a little bit longer. I have a life. I have a, you know, I've got three teenagers who are super busy. I'm, you know, university part-time student. I'm working full-time, you know, I'm, I'm in the group snooping whenever I'm not working. <laughs> I know, it's addicting. That's why I'm she's in... up at four. That's why she's up at four, right? Not because I'm telling her it's because she loves it and she has FOMO when she's away from it. I do. I know. I, when, I, when I'm here, it's, you when I'm here outside of the work hours, it's because it's, I'm, cause I'm still on my journey and I want to be part of it and feel part of it too. But just, you know, the fact that, um, just, I have a lot going on, but knowing that I just, it's grounding. I find this, the yeah. program, the group, and this whole process, very grounding. It's like a safe place for me yeah. to allow my body to take the time it needs to get to where I'm going. And just continue to work towards the best you. There, there's no really, I mean, even like we're all in maintenance groups. So we have this maintenance group going on and people are, you know, almost like it's a lot, it's work being in the maintenance group. It's different feels and different things and learning to trust ourselves and trust our bodies. And then, and then once you, once you, 
you know, solidify that weight and you're super solid to move forward and kind of let that go and just wake up, look good, feel good. Then, then you're going to challenge yourself with all these other things in life. Like we, we never stop learning. We never stop growing. We never stop improving. We never stop living our best lives. And to me, like, so what's the downside of trying to be hydrated every day or be mindful of your food choices or try to manage your stress or try to, do you know what I mean? There's this, there's no downside. And I know we do it in these sort of structured bits. Um, but to me, like it, there, it's, it's not a start again. And it, it, there's no, there is an end date to your weight loss journey, but it's just life is one big continuation, you know, it, is. it, it and really I, is. Yeah. I think that may be where the lifestyle comes into place. Like the food plan isn't the lifestyle, no. but we are learning so many other things and yeah. so many other ways that we take care of ourselves here. That part of it is really a lifestyle because I don't think I could ever go back to not doing a lot of the things that I've learned on this program. Like even though, you know, when I'm in the summertime or, you know, on vacation or whatever, I'm still like, when I think about what I eat on vacation or how much water I drink on vacation now compared yeah. to before doing the program, yeah. like I could go days without touching water before yeah. like margaritas. Yay. Right. <laughs> and now it's just like, okay, I'm not drinking margaritas till I've had three liters of water or whatever. Right. Like yeah. get my water and have an extra glass of water for it or adding leafy greens in making meals nutrient rich making sure I get some sleep trying to fit a little walk-in or some deep breathing like you said those yes. things are the lifestyle the yes. food plan is not the lifestyle and so I remember when we had um Joanna and Brian Hunt join us and they did that fun little barbecue se segment which is on YouTube if you want to check it out and they're this the couple they're working together and and they've done amazing in weight loss but I remember there was a massive aha moment where they're like we're not really focusing on the weight every day we're just trying to reinforce the change that we've made we're trying to build on our new habits you know what I mean we're breaking old ones we're creating new ones and every day we're just trying to do a little bit to solidify those new habits that we've created for ourselves you know and and that's the thing here you could physically lose your weight but and be done with it but then mentally there's there's so much more that you need to do to really get to that calm place so along the way to be at a place where you're calm about your journey that's just as much as a win as as being at your finally and forever goal as far as yes. i'm concerned it's so huge yeah so i agree huge. I want to, I do want to do a, a shout out to our community as you were talking about them, because what I think is so great is that everyone's at different places in their journey. And our members are so great at sharing support. And I think if, if, you know, someone has been where you are, someone is feeling how you're feeling, someone has struggled with the same struggles that you're at. And I think all it, and this is why I'm so hardcore about making it a safe place. You know, like I want it to be a safe place where I can come and, and be me and everyone just wants to be themselves. And when you're down, have support. And when you want to celebrate, have support. And I do got to give a massive shout out to our, like, I've never seen anything like it. We, we hands down must have the best, most positive, supportive, understanding, compassionate, passionate community on the internet. I, we must, we must, you, yeah. you obviously you get the same feels. Yeah. Yeah. Look at our Livy loser, you know, Chris, she came out, she, you know, she, she, she really spilled her tea, you know, and, and so many, look at all the comments, you know, resonating with her and it's, it's anybody, you know, I reach out to Livy losers. I reach out to, um, tea time guests and they're all like, Oh my God, this is my chance to give back something yeah. that I've already gotten from you so much, you know? And for them to be able to be so honest and so, and feel so safe to be honest. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't happen very often, right? Like that's pretty special. So yeah, I agree. I think that the community is like, 
such a massive part of this program as well. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Think, sorry, go ahead, Kim. Well, I was going to say, as you know, to, to touch on what, where you said, everybody's in a different place too. You know, there's people that, um, one thing that I need to realize, like I may not be where I want to be yet, but I'm where somebody else wants to be. Yes. And so appreciating Ooh. where you are in the program and how, you know, you may not be at your goal, but you're inspiring so many people just by getting as far or being where you are, because there's other people that, you know, look at, especially the Livy loser spotlights or even like our staff, you see our bios, we're all over the place. Some of us have reached our goals. Some of us haven't, but we're all where somebody else would love to be when they're starting out. And, you know, even the people that are just joining, they're where somebody else wants to be because yeah. they're here and somebody else hasn't had the courage to even, you know, to sign up yet. So even yes. just signing up is- Or they didn't get in because the program signed, uh, sold out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, so, you know, week five is just a matter of like continuing to ask those four questions, be super in tune, eat just enough. So you're walking away feeling satisfied, not stop. Tomorrow uh, during the live, I'm going to run through people through that troubleshooting segment, but people are going to be heading into downsizing again next week. So not so much advice for this week because just show up, maximize, do the things and, you know, ask those four questions. But next week, like that, any, any advice for people rolling into, you know, starting downsizing next week? I know we're going to talk about it on Tuesday, but advice heading into that. I think um, really digging into those four questions and noticing how that feels different this week versus prior to doing your first week of downsizing because there's a lot of people that did their first week of downsizing and feel like they could have done better you may not have felt like you downsized enough or did enough you might be feeling like you could have you know done better as I just said but this week think about how that satisfaction feels when you're asking those four questions and kind of Think a little bit about how that felt compared to before you did your downsizing week and take that with you into next mm. week. Like you may, your hunger is still going to be all over the map. Your satisfaction levels would be different from day to day, but think about how much more in tune you might be yeah. to that. And when you're, when you're doing this week of that eating to satisfaction, figure out what point you might think about stopping next week when you're asking ah, those questions. Ooh. Like when you get to the point, like if I eat a few bites more, I'm going to be satisfied next week. This is where I'm going to end this week. I'll have those few bites and just see how I feel. Love it. Great. Love time. that. Yes. Love that. That's being proactive. Oh, what a great question I asked. What a great, yeah, answer. what a great answer. Anna, uh, a final word for you, Anna, uh, words of wisdom and advice for people this week, moving into next week. How do I follow that amazing advice? Well, I, I'm going to say, you know, Kim, I'm going to go with Kim and I'm just going to double down on those four, four questions as I do. You know, I, I know I say it all the time and I probably will say it every single tea time moving forward, but I have to say, it is really important to get in tune with your body, ask yourself those four questions and really understand what you, how your body's reacting when yeah. you're asking those questions. Yeah. So important. Uh, there are a lot of people who really didn't feel like they, you know, did downsizing the way that they wanted to, or maybe they, maybe they feel like they did, but they're not seeing drops on the scale and they feel like they're supposed to, or whatever the case may be, you know, don't worry, keep going. Your scale is going to move. Your body is going to react, you know, Take it one day at a time and just keep showing up and just make sure that you're, you know, really learning from, from every day, every day, even if you do decide to, yeah, you know, not do the plan or, you know, whatever the case may be, if something gets in your way. 
take what you've learned and keep it moving forward. That's yes. that. I think that's the thing. You're you're building on what you've learned and you're doing it perfectly. And if you think that there's more for you to do, join me tomorrow, 9 a.m. I'm going to go through the troubleshooting uh, questions with you guys. I don't want this conversation to end, but I know we need it to end. Um, and as always, thank you so much, Cam. Um, you know, officially, I know we've already welcomed you to the team. Um, and, and these two went, what did you guys do? Bungee jumping on the weekend? Yeah. Do yep. some team building. I'm not doing it. Just, I'm, I'm not doing you don't that. want a team build we're gonna go bungee jumping we're gonna do zip lining we're gonna get close to a bear we're just gonna do all the things that bc has to offer <laughs> i'm glad you two survived i'm glad you survived your team building um we you know again this is the kind of people that we have behind the scenes people actually care we sit around we talk about how can we help what do people need to talk about what do people need to know how can we better support people so um you know just to get to know a few of them um so thanks again Anna. we'll be back next week thank you so much cam Thank you for having me. Um, such great conversation. Um, we got a jet, everyone. I know we started a little late, so we did maximize our whole hour because we love to maximize around here. Have an amazing night, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank Bye. you.